Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to r slash pro revenge, where this famous artist gets his fans to send death threats to OP because she found out he was copywriting other artists' work. He infringed my art. I shut down his print shop and ruined his career. A little backstory. I'm an online artist and this took place when I was in my early 20s. There was a popular artist who calls himself a professional and works in the industries. I used to look up to him. Let's call him Zach. Lately, I noticed how Zach's art looked eerily too familiar to a piece of media I've seen before. So I looked up the images and found it too matched up to his art. He was directly referencing official art and profiting off of it by selling it on his print shops online He didn't even make any effort to make the reference detach from the original piece I confronted him about it sending a detailed message not to do that and the possible consequences I've seen artists in real life who've been sued for over a hundred thousand dollars And to the extent of going to jail for doing what he did instead of being professional and mature about it Zach lashed out at me and took it to social media Telling me how wrong I was to falsely accuse him since artists use references and how I could get sued for libel I was dumbfounded at how clueless he was not comprehending what I was talking about in his social media post He included my username for my blog which had links to my contacts my emails facebook page art accounts and instagram his fans including his group of friends joined in sending me downright horrific messages i had panic attacks resulting from the pure backlash of his enormous fan base i constantly received hate mail telling me how horrible i was as a person how trashy my art was and to the extent of death threats for almost an entire month The straw that broke the camel's back was when he directly referenced my art and made money off it I didn't know how to find a lawyer and I felt hopeless and angry that I couldn't do anything about it Later it hit me though that if I can't do anything Then maybe another artist could or anyone that holds the copyrights The last time I remember zach never credits any of these artists for his references I looked into the art he referenced and examined each official company matching zach's art I used Google search to find anyone working for say company and voila I found a staff member for a branch in a different continent. Let's call him cody I contacted cody's facebook and tipped him about zach's activity through messenger I uploaded and sent a copy of their arts and zach's art for comparison Cody just simply replied we'll contact our legal team. Thanks for the notice another week passes by and during that time Zach constantly comments on every dang thing I post about on my art blog and then Silence I checked his print shop and it was removed his response to my message was taken down from his social media He stopped talking to his friends publicly Days later a fan was asking about him and one of his friends responded that he's no longer friends because he is a toxic hypocrite One of his former group of friends contacted my friend and cried about how awful a bully he was Of course, my friend didn't care. It was the most glorifying feeling i've ever had 
This would have been avoided if he'd at least heeded my warnings But how we handled the situation was not professional at all now roughly five years later I was informed that apparently zach had a tough time getting back into the industry after allegations of his past copyright infringements The biggest one was having a lawsuit with the company cody worked for now listen here guys as you can probably tell by my face I'm not an artist that doesn't make any sense Now listen here guys as you can probably tell by my monochrome walls if you're watching this on youtube I'm, not that big into art But I do know that copywriting and using someone else's art and selling it on without their consent is one of the worst things You can possibly do zach knows it and that's why he's getting defensive and abusing you online I mean seriously getting people to send you death threats when you know you're in the wrong I don't think it gets much worse than that. That's embarrassing I've got to say for op well done on doing something that others may not have been brave enough to do or just realizing that something was happening that others may not have realized was going on. It's a pretty terrible thing. Taking someone else's work and using it and selling it as your own. Yeah, Zach's career deserved to go down the drain. Sorry, but it's true. Now for our second story of revenge. Didn't go above and beyond. I'll delete everything that was above and beyond. The original owner of the business I worked for was amazing. I'll call him Larry. He cared about every employee and realized how much we helped the company with our respective positions. He'd even let me go negative on my sick time once when I was hospitalized for a week following a double pulmonary embolism with the agreement that I would work the time back. And I did. Just painting a picture of how wonderful Larry was as our boss. Larry finally retired after 45 years of running the business and sold it to his son, who I'll call Eric. Most people know how bad an idea that is, but Larry thought his son could handle it. He couldn't at first, but that's another story. Eric thought I wasn't doing enough during working hours, an office job dealing with inventory coming into a retail store. But what he failed to realize was that since I worked up there for six years and got familiar with the work, I was really efficient at the job. So much so that I'd collected more responsibilities each year. Larry was one of the main people pushing for me to take on more each year, with immediate raises every time something was added. Eric didn't have the same mentality. Eric fired me for being inactive for too long during the day. And another reason which isn't important here. That's also another story for another time. So I was really active for my last three days, with deleting everything I'd created for the company. It was all above and beyond work. So since I didn't ever go above and beyond, they didn't deserve to keep it. It was signs for products, pictures gathered for advertising, vendor contact information, a program I designed to keep organized and on time for invoices, and a manual I typed up on how to do my job. They had an old version of my job instructions, but by that time they were practically obsolete, especially with all my extra duties collected over the years. In the two years I've been gone, they've had at least eight people hire for my position who quit within a couple of months. I keep getting updates every few months from one of my friends in that office. I will personally never understand this mentality from a boss. If you've got a worker that is excellent at their job and is able to do more stuff in a shorter period of time, why would you punish them for that? What you're actually telling people to do by saying this is work slower and work less efficiently. Do less stuff and then I won't fire you. Like, it's really odd. If I've got an employee that's working at 100% capacity and they're doing great and they get all their work done in six hours, why would I want them to work slower and it take them eight hours? I'd rather give them more stuff to do in those other two hours. That's what Larry was doing. That's what Eric hasn't been able to do. It's very strange. Punishing someone for being too good at their job. That is a weird mentality. Now moving on to our third story of revenge. This one actually comes from r slash nuclear revenge. So you know it's going to be extra juicy. 
Try to strong arm a victim illegally. We'll see about that. This happened back in 2010 when I lived in Winter Garden, Florida with my husband and his dying uncle. Quick background. My husband and I moved in with his sick uncle after losing so much during the 2008 housing market crash in the US, like many of my husband's lawn maintenance customers. We also moved in with his uncle into a condo because his uncle had stage four cirrhosis of the liver and his self-entitled sister and her family refused to help take care of him. My husband, a retired Seminole County Sheriff's officer, which is important for later, and I got ourselves set in the condo's two bedrooms as his uncle had himself set up in the living room, including the bed. On the first day, we found dangerous black molds caused by a leaky dishwasher. On the second day, we found the master shower had loose tiles and a leaky shower head. On the third day, we found a nest of brown recluse spiders in the living room. We talked with his uncle about these problems and found out that the landlord, who we will call Slumlord, who is friends with my husband's self-entitled sister, aunts, and her family, was refusing to take care of the issues as required by law. We wanted to start legal actions then, but my husband's uncle talked us out of it several times. The slumlord was nice to us so long as my husband's sick uncle was alive. The very next day after my husband's uncle died was a completely different story. The slumlord turned nasty, aggressive, and began to try and strong arm evict us like we were nothing more than drug addict squatters. The slumlord even bowed up and aggressively tried to fight my husband when we dropped off our next rent check. He kept telling us that we had to move or else, yet refused to follow actual Florida laws to evict us. The slumlord and his corrupt Winter Garden PD code enforcement officer wife even recruited my husband's self-entitled aunt and uncle to start harassing us about just move, even if you have to live in a tent. My husband's self-entitled aunt would say to me, why don't you and my nephew just move so they can rent the condo to another senior? My husband replied, we don't have anywhere else to go yet and our landlord must go through eviction laws or get into very serious trouble. But you're nothing but trouble, officer nephew. You've been problems since the day you were born. Get out of their condo and stop being a problem for everyone. Who cares if you have to live in a tent? All of this made my retired officer husband, who specialized in uncovering corrupted law enforcement, very suspicious. We talked and began investigating the slumlord and his corrupt code enforcement wife. My first order was to place all rent into escrow with evidence of repairs that have been neglected. Second, I sent a notification of cease and desist of harassment to the slumlord and the self-entitled aunt. Next, I researched public property tax records. Woohoo! Pay dirt there. The slumlord's condo wasn't registered as a rental property within the state of Florida, and he was paying far less in property taxes than he should have been. Property tax records also showed that he didn't own the condo. It was still deeded to his mother, who I found out had been living in a retirement home for five years before my husband's uncle moved in. My husband found out that the corrupt code enforcement wife had been inspecting and signing off on hers and Slumlaw's properties, including the condo, which is against Florida code enforcement conduct laws. I found out from my neighbors in the condo that the Slumlaw had only been renting to seniors with severe health issues. My best discovery, though, next to tax evasion, was finding out that the Condo Owners Association had a very strict no-renting or leasing policy, meaning you or family had to live in the condo and it could not be rented. So, the revenge. Now that we had all of our evidence, my husband and I began to knock down all of the slumlord's dominoes. 
My husband went and filed a complaint with the Winter Garden Police Department about the corrupt code enforcement wife and her perjury inspections on her family properties. Now, my husband has a glowing record in Seminole County and with the FDLE for having over 200 clean arrests and taking down nearly 60 corrupt public officials, including child protective services in the early 2000s. This background helped push WGPD to open an investigation into the corrupt code enforcement wife. They discovered that not only had she purchased inspections on her family's properties, but also on my husband's self-entitled aunt and uncle's property as well. This got the wife fired, stripped of her state enforcement officer's license, and convicted of multiple crimes. I sent all property tax fraud evidence to the FL's property tax division. That got the state to investigate the slumlord. The state found that not only did he commit property tax fraud on the condo, but also on a property that he was renting to his son and self-entitled aunt's son, along with business tax fraud and income tax fraud. Both the slumlord's son and self-entitled aunt's son were also busted for possession of illegal narcotics with intent to sell when investigators came to the rental house they lived in. I never expected that much fraud to be found from all of this, but I'm glad it happened. The business tax fraud of Slumlord affected self-entitled aunt and self-entitled uncle as well, since they were his business partners. My husband's self-entitled uncle then came under investigation by the USPS board, as he was the postmaster of Winter Garden. The uncle lost his comfy job and pension after it was discovered how he was assisting Slumlord in the tax fraud scam and for stealing money orders. All four were convicted of multiple white-collar crimes. They had to sell their properties and most of their stuff and serve some form of time and also pay huge amounts of fines and restitution. The Slumlord, his wife, my hubby's self-entitled aunts and my hubby's self-entitled uncle, along with their sons, all went down for multiple crimes both felonies and misdemeanors, all because they thought they could strong armor Victus. It just proves how smart we tenants can really be when pushed. And it also proves why everyone should know all rental laws and how to research public records, because it can save you in the end. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, I guess that's the overriding point, isn't it? If these people, if OP and her husband didn't know these laws, then look, nothing would have happened. They probably would have been evicted. Yeah, they might have put up some sort of fuss, but in their own head, put yourselves in their position, they may well have thought, oh, well, he's got the power to do this. But no, they knew their rights, they knew the laws, they investigated, they did their due diligence, and they had this come out as a result. Amazing stuff. The great thing is they're not only helping themselves here, obviously in this situation, but no doubt all these entitled people in the story, all these corrupt people, would probably have just kept on doing this right for the rest of their life who knows how many other people how many families who are renting may well have been affected by corrupt people like this so yeah op your husband good lads i appreciate what you do love it anyway guys that is going to do it for this episode of r slash pro revenge really hope you enjoyed this one if you did and you want multiple revenge stories in just one video check out this revenge film that i released not too long ago look how long it is over two hours if you are new to the channel and you haven't already done so hit this button to subscribe as well and i'll see you all tomorrow with a brand new episode
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.